Everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Bus with Faz and it's your boy again, Fazzy, your host of this show. And uh, if you followed my previous uh, episodes of uh, this podcast, you would have realized that I actually have a co-host uh, along with me on this episode as well. His name is uh, Deepen. And uh, today's episode is going to be a, quite an interesting one because uh, it's not just going to be me and Deepen, but we have an interesting guest today in the studio with us. And uh, to do the introduction, I will get the co-host to do it. Deepen, why don't you? Yes, yes, yes. Let's talk about the guests. I've known this guy for a very long period of time in my life. I think I know him, like, what, eight years ago, nine years ago? Nine years ago, I, I almost there. I know him, and when I got to know him, first, our friend was uh, a party animal. He loves to eat. Every single time you so see So probably him, we can we can share the common space lah of that yeah. whole eating thing. Yeah. <laughs> we we used to eat so much together, we used to drink so much together, we used to party so much together. And uh, used to, used to. I wonder what has changed now. Uh. Now our friend has become something totally different. Um our friend has lost a lot of weight. Our friend is like seventy something kg right now. He used to be hundred thirty six kg and now um he's known as Mr. Motivator. <laughs> I've changed his name from Vicky to is, Motivator. Is that, is, that, is that your name in the context? <laughs> yeah, because I tell you this fellow, I don't know where he found from, he has got so many names, right? He has got. He used to be known as Ishun Ricky Martin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he used to know, he used to be known as Vette. Wow, that is classic, man. I think he, that's yeah. his common name, right? Yeah, right and now. then he is also known as Vicky. That's why people known as Vicky. And but but all, all these names were for my past. Oh, present level So present level, how are you? Are you going to They call me Vignesh. Oh. <laughs> motivator Vignesh. <laughs> motivator Vignesh, lah. Coach, uh, Coach Vignesh, Motivator Vignesh. I mean, na? those are the names right now in my industry that many people call me. Yeah, but yeah, the, it'll be nice to once in a while revisit the those names in the past with you guys. Okay, okay, I I get what you mean. Let me just tell you something about this podcast. Um. You're free to say whatever you want. Nice. It's just a disclaimer. You pay Aram this one. You are free to say what you want to say. Just no hate speech. Uh, no targeting a particular group. And um, yes, you are responsible up, for what you say. We are not responsible for what you say. Definitely. So um, apart from that, I think I want you to be as open and as uh, forthcoming as possible to give us all the details and oh, worry, all the information. Open is my want. middle name. I'm huh? quite open. Open is my middle name. I'm quite <laughs> I'm quite open about Someday, a lot of things. Your Chibate Pace. Vignesh Open Wiki lah. Uh, he got a new name now. Fazina, <laughs> coming to you next. Uh. <laughs> okay, guys, so as you all have already heard, that's our guest for today. And this guy has actually uh, inspired a lot of people out there. Uh, from 136, am I right, Wiki? Yeah, 136 kilos. He was 76 kg right now and not only kept his fitness running through for his personal life, but turned it into a business known as Scalp Fit Fitness today. Scalp, Scalp, yeah. fit. Scalp or Scalp Fitness Society. Yeah. Fitness yeah. Society. And uh, he has been motivating and pushing hundreds of clients at his gym till today. He's also one of the first Indian professional boxer. Oh, yeah. First <laughs> Indian professional boxer. So, right now, I'm the only active uh, Singaporean Indian professional boxer. Active. Why? Why, why, why boxing? Oh, it's a very tough question. Uh, uh, you know, when, when, um, when, before we go into this boxing thing, right? Okay. Let's talk about your weight first. Okay. The other I know used to be 136 kg. What made you want to lose weight? You were you were having a ball of time. You were 
getting all the um attention from all the girls in your no, no 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 there's no attention from all the girls I, that's the truth let's just speak the truth you, okay. you say for coming right okay open okay. open brother so open, you, open. Uh, you, you had all the attention but you I was, had I was so big much size. of friends yes yeah, yeah, you were big size but for people to lose weight there must be a there must be a pushing factor there must be motivation yeah. like i've been big size all my life correct i don't have the motivation to lose weight and if maybe i was not married or you know whenever i wherever i go people call me a hey, fat guy fat boy or whatever then that might motivate me to lose want to lose weight but i'm married i've got kids i'm happily married I'm, i run a, a business i'm djing i'm doing all the things in my life and yeah. i'm actually quite happy with what i i am so what made you want to lose weight okay so what what many people like uh, come and ask me why why actually i really want to lose why mm-hmm. i really want to lose weight so mm-hmm. one of the main reasons was because uh, when i was in the hospital so right before my why were you in the hospital I had very bad chest pains. Oh, okay. So one of the reasons why so I went there right before my medical checkup and then the doctor went to go and check on my the doctor went to go and check on my statistics. And you know the best part is uh, uh he couldn't even show certain levels of my body like my fat levels and everything. Then the doctor looked at me and asked me What the hell have you been eating all this while? <laughs> you've so, been eating, you've been drinking. Full yeah. <laughs> 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 la liquid now what it. So I told him the truth la. I used to have uh, nasilma for breakfast, uh, nasilma for lunch and uh, once again I used to have like double nasilmas with uh, I think Fazil I have a nasilma with you at night also right? Yeah yeah yeah. Eight point nasilma. Anyways uh, you should really try the eight point nasilma. That's a better. All those people are listening out here. So I and I used to love drinking like the kind of joy I get out of drinking was exhilarating it's okay. a very strong word yeah. uh. so uh, after that what happened was uh, uh, when the doctor came and said that uh, if I'm going to continue having this kind of lifestyle what's going to happen is uh, I will margea by before 30 hours. Uh, that's I, what uh, doctors love to say yeah 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 I've yeah, known yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. who are bigger than me <laughs> who doctors have been saying that they're still around me. <laughs> yeah but I was scared at that point of time he said you'll get heart attack or diabetes or stroke and Like uh, you, fall, to, you fall under uh, that, that scope lah. That scope lah. Uh, too young to die lah. At that point of time, when I'm single, I was like, a lot of chicks are going to cry in my funeral. So I don't <laughs> want them. <laughs> yeah, I hope your fiance is listening. A wife. No, a wife. <laughs> yeah, I hope she's listening. I like you're still li- uh, <laughs> living in the past with me. <laughs> so since we were talking about the past, then your whole drinking habit and all. So tell me more about this. Your party life lah. When when we you were there. Oh, so there was a we used to club a lot, and there was a group of them. Uh, good, good friends. They are still good friends. They still acknowledge me. Uh, the whole we used to club every week, and you know, like every other young, you wanted an identity, you wanted to be well known in society, and uh, the club was actually giving you that kind of exposure. Who doesn't want it? You, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you feel special. You walk around, everyone is looking at you, like, and on top of that, everybody is giving you drinks, and like everybody knows you. Why not? Like, seriously. So, I joined at that point of time. That was I, I was accepted, and let's not forget the both of you guys as well, huh? <laughs> there are a lot of people who are just saying your name for the sake of saying it. Yeah, the fa- founder, you're excited. What is that? Who is the founder? I swear, I swear, I swear. Satya, my name is there. Yeah. So, 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 what? How do you start with your weight loss? So, right before army, I tried to run, but it was unsuccessful because I still remember. Few days before army, I was drinking with y'all. Yeah, the, the day before you got enlisted, you were drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was drinking with y'all. So there the goes podcast, my podcast. Aram, which is the only common word I've been hearing is drinking, drinking. and drinking. So I've been drinking, and because I, I remember, I think one of our friends in our group was like, "Ata ulla popuriye." Like I mean, ulla means <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. NS. The common term. Ulla popuriye. Nalla kudji to ulla po. The army will take care of you. So when I, I really just blasted my way out lah. Then went into army, and 
the real truth is i started losing a lot of weight during army so i lost about 48 kilograms in about 4 months and then i came out about 89 kilograms so you see when when everybody goes into army then everybody has to go through that phase even when i went through army i had i had to go through that physical fitness phase correct and everybody loses weight eventually like you know alpha bravo and then delta guys will just lose weight when delta no i was falcon you were in army i was in uh, i said i said yeah flah different lah brother uh, so okay so but definitely you went through uh, the whole physical fitness what made you want to stay like keep up with the yeah, keep up loss. with the weight loss lah so when you went into army right after your bmd what was your weight 89 89 when i left so army at about 89 89 most of it most of it yes i used to even train when i when i book out i was crazy every day i train even during army when we had the like the free time i'll be doing like circuit programs on it actually triggered something it really triggered me quite badly like i really had, wanted you just didn't know you had it like i just didn't know i had it but before that actually in poly time i was actually quite fit i was in dragon boat i, I tried dragon boat for a year but they never really turned up because after that under weight cheat in la dragon boat ungalala meet panna when i met you when i met you you were already big and you already yeah poly second year onwards i no i really like was so bored and i just started drinking a lot so it was a additional prospect to my you guys were additional <laughs> prospect to my current lifestyle so in army then 89 kilos i lost and then i wanted to go further i wanted to push myself further see how much more i can achieve because so, honestly i was not satisfied with my body i was no not clubbing, satisfied no nothing during bookups for matter of fact i don't think so you you yeah i think you guys did see me coming to the club to meet you guys but i wasn't really drinking it wasn't that party yeah. life anymore lah i wasn't that party animal before because i was afraid you go back you obese bitch if you go back and you put on the weight you're screwed no yeah yeah, yeah. Like, but like, do they have like weight checks when you book in yeah of course obese bitch you're screwed every, so yeah, what make you what made you think I mean, now that you are professional in this field Correct. when you army was it the way they made you all drink water or is it the way you all were training you're running what exactly made you lose weight which part of it is made you lose weight which which activity is made you lose weight now it's not really any activity i was just on a constant competition upon myself i just try to push myself even further and further because you see when you are army you can either make it or break it it's either you We're can talking about breaking it you got ask me <laughs> what is it <laughs> i think we we need one whole episode just for that with deepens army life so you but eventually i decided to make it because my mother what you know like all indian parents are Ah, but, mother, but your parents are your parents are also from the army, right? Yeah, both my parents are from the army. Okay. So what my parents every time will say, you need to go army, you need to be officer, da 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 da. All the all the mental stress was on mm-hmm. you. So, like all Indian uh, children, we want to try to try our best to live up to our parents' name. So I really pushed on, but eventually I become a driver. In the <laughs> <laughs> so. Even being a driver, you were. I was to still very it. fit. I still got my IPPT goals. I trained every day in the navy. I used to run in uh, Changi Navy. So let's before. just say two years after army. Yeah. What was your weight when you? I think I was standing at about seventy-five kilograms. When you already? When I already. Oh, that's because fantastic. during army, uh, already I was uh, boxing and everything. I was okay. still going. Okay. No, you were just you were just trying to find. I was trying to find my calling. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yes. you. When you went in, you were 136. When you left, you were 75. Wow, that is the weight line. I'm a nana chikota paka mudi yade. Name all, name all the nana. No, but I think that is a that is very amazing. big jump. Uh, but usually, it depends when when uh, the obese bets, right? Like you see, when Bravo all comes in, uh-huh. they uh, uh, come in. The the weight loss will be very very slight. They will. No, I think when weight. you know, we know when he went in, he mm. was also quite big. He actually lost a lot, a lot of, of weight. weight. You 
Obi's batches yeah. are the, the only most. Guy who never lose weight was me when I went to army. What what army really teaches you that we we fail to realize is consistency because you have no choice. You're every day there. You have yeah. to just do it. Yeah, so yeah, basically, yeah. if you're very consistent throughout your whole army life, mm-hmm. and when you are a bit more careful when you're eating outside and all when you're booking out, you should actually. It's a discipline they teach you, lah. Bagolo king kya, this kya, arm pain, backside pain, this pain, that pain. Everybody, you know, comes out. Depend oh, what so you like to. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Let's not go there. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, super brother. Sixty kg in two years. Yeah. You lost sixty kg in two years. Tanya, what you left? Lada. When you left. When you were like done with with uh, with army, right? Yeah. Um. With the, today you collected the IC. How did you feel? It was sad because I really had good time in the navy. What is that to worry? There's food given to you, so everything was given to you, and on top of that, army pays you. And then when you come out, is the reality. Like fitness itself, just being lost, having lost weight, is not going to pay your bills. And yeah, so yeah. I really had to think of something else. Like I was really lost. There was. But am I right to say that you felt better? Like a of course, new I've, uh, a new waiter came out, a new Vicky came out. Vicky, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a new. I felt good. I felt uh, felt different, and because I lost that weight during the initial time, I I I told myself that I've already lost this much of weight. There's more I can achieve. There's nothing else that can bring me down. Kind of thing. That kind of mentality. So you still had that motivation in I you. I still had that motivation, drive that drive. Yeah. To do it. So Definitely. what was your first job that you got after you left? So I worked in a boxing gym. Because gym, of gym? course, uh, which, which gym or is, uh, is it? King of Strength Boxing Gym is in a uh, Sambawang Road. Okay, yeah, I've seen that place. Oh, the one yeah. you go to the the Chamis Briani there, lah. Chamis Briani, yeah, Chamis Briani, damn nice over there also. Yeah, yeah. So you went there? Yes, and, I was. And I was, you were training. I was training as a coach over there, so I'm quite grateful that the head coach actually gave me a job because I used to fight for them last time. During my NS times, I went book out uh, and certain times. I is it is it allowed free. when when you are yeah, NS? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, after some time, it's my shift was like three days work, four day four days. Oh, off. so it does. So during my four days, I don't want to be like staying at home. So I used used to go for training, and so I used to I I fought uh, at least about two fights. I think two or three fights I fought for when them. When you were in um, army, when you were in army and with King of Strength. Yes, I fought about three fights for them. So now. Tracking back a bit, right? I'm so sorry, while, I cannot remember that. While phrase. during during um your navy days, yeah. Why when you you lost weight and all that, right? Mm-hmm. How did you overcome the whole alcohol thing? Because you used to drink every day, if I'm not wrong. Correct. How did you stop? There there are a lot of people who drink every day and then they are like struggling to kick the habit or cutting down the days and all that. You started losing weight, but that didn't. You still can drink alcohol with water, right? Oh yeah, whiskey. But water. why did you? How did how did you tell yourself? Hey, you know what? We need to stop alcohol. Actually, to correct you, to actually be correct is I didn't stop alcohol totally. I didn't stop alcohol totally, but instead, what I did was, I used to look forward to the weekends. So I usually will have like a bit of alcohol in the weekends just for social socializing. But the rest mm-hmm. of the weekdays, I make sure that I really train my ass off and I really push myself. And so, what made you actually right stop? Drinking while you're in the army, two years, you are already losing weight. Okay. You are already at a desirable weight. What made you want to like let now now no weight lose but no or uh, sorry sorry not weight lose but no I was I must stop drinking. I must control my eating when you are already losing weight. Because you know most people when they go into this gymming thing or they go into weight loss thing, they see a bit of results. They're like okay. You know what? I'm Full blast. Go and, I'm going to go and whack right. yeah, today. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go and whack alcohol today. What made you want to keep up? How did you keep up with it? So what I basically did was, 
Actually, what you said was uh, there's a small mistake. I didn't really give up alcohol. I still did have my fair share of alcohol during the weekends, but everything was under control. Means if I'm training from like Monday to Saturday, I look forward. I'm like training so hard, right? Like Monday to Saturday, Ella Sunday, my favorite, uh, maybe one Guinness or maybe two Guinness. But I would really try to control myself during that period because alcohol can actually screw up if you have too much of alcohol. Really can screw up your whole mm-hmm. efforts during the whole week. So I will. Usually thought about it and like I trained so hard over the week. Why am I going to screw it up on a Sunday or a Saturday? So I still had my fun. I still had my nasilma during the time when I was cutting my weight. I mean, I was, I was bring my weight. But everything was like moderation. You everything. still burn them off. So still burn them two packet you used to have like half rice and. Yeah. So what I will, <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat uh, lesser rice, but I add the chicken wing like yeah, extra. Extra. Uh, of course, uh, like yeah. I, even I think about two days ago, you had nasilma. So how 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 was things at home when you lost weight? You know, I must cook erchi curry. It was very tough actually because I remember one particular time. And when you went to the mom, I'm not eating today. Wow, she chalat. Like, you know what she'll do or not? She say, "Yeh dekla na sami kiren. Allathi arthi visa inte na." Standard Indian parents. So I'll just tell her, I can't be eating that and putting on the weight. So after some time, when she shout, I'll just say, "Visingala." Are you serious? Now visingala, so now I'm a video to talk to you guys. Because she'll be cooking all the wood and sambal, so much up crap all, and I'll be baking chicken. She say, "Oh, you waste my effort. Are you come back? You're not eating all this food." I see. Now, I'm mean, I know lah. The mothers, that's how yeah, they show love. But mm. you understand now, your son is going through uh, this. This is a problem that I face. A lot of my clients come and tell me when they're on a journey, they're doing a weight loss. You got to be a bit more careful in your. Dis- but what the houses do, especially is they'll go say, "Uda sambal." They'll go "Uda sambal rice." Uda motto sapdu sambal motto sapdu. Adale yavulo purke MSG ajina motto kanda thelam potter panagai. You going to eat that is as good as you just eating everything. So. It's a bit of sacrifice here and there. The families must support as well. Okay, so it's the family support. It's the family support, but then I just decided to tell my mother. You know, after sometimes she also understood when I was speaking. So Fasid, you heard you heard what he said, right? Uh, unfortunately, I can't do that, bro. I grandma sandwich and I sapped. That's our choice, dude. There is no. Yeah, that kind of my sandwich is good. That kind of sometimes I will be helping my mother doing the udang sambal. Tomato lavati, na. Number perma da. Hey, bro, you can't you can't skip the tasty food, brother. If I can skip, I'm sure you also can do. It. Maybe one day. He's going to do his motivation. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah, I better, yeah, I better get back in. Yeah. Okay, wait. So tell us. Uh, you, you know, uh, you left the NS, you OID, yeah. and then you got your first job at KOS Gym. Yes. Tell us more about it, brother. How how was your experience in KOS? How did he call you, or you went to go and find job? So I was a boxer over there, and then I approached him to ask him for a job, and he was very. Yeah, kind he was, was your friend, or he you was my coach. Uh, he was my coach at that point of time. Mm. So he was very kind enough to support me. Okay. And uh, I was working there for about one one year or so. So he, I'm really grateful. He gave me a step, stepping stone into it, and then uh, after that, I met my mentor, which uh, I, I I'm not supposed to be named. <laughs> he's a yeah, very quiet. He's a very quiet person. So let's say your mentor's name is A. Mr. A. a. So Mr. A met me once, uh, and uh, at the point of time, I have already left King of Strength because I wanted to find what was my true calling. I really didn't. Uh, there was nothing wrong in how this person was treating me, but I didn't like the fact that I was working for someone because I didn't really have much freedom. I mean, you know, some of, of us course, are just born. You work under a boss, and the boss have got this. Yes, yes, set of rules, yeah, and, of rules. and uh, I didn't seem to be able to comp- it, keep up with it. So I didn't, but everything was smooth. It's just my character started to come out, like my real character. Like I you was knew not what able, he wanted to do. I knew. So I met my mentor. My mentor came and told me one thing. He said that uh, my mentor is a businessman. So this Mr. A was he someone who met you? You knew. No, I know before? him since young. I know him since young, and I know his story. He really came up. He's uh, really very successful. Drives a beautiful car, like allegedly a very very nice car. So when uh, you came out, <laughs> you when you came out, you could have. Gone to Mister A straight, right? but what made you gone to KOS? Uh, it was a uh, I want I really wanted to do something in fitness, 
So Mr. A wasn't the right track yet or you needed Mr. some Mr. A did something else. It was nothing, not really into fitness but it was something else and uh, Mr. A was, we just met up and he just, he only just told me one sentence. You have lost this much of weight. Can you tell me anybody else has lost this much of weight in Singapore? I said, I cannot think. Then he said, uh, you are the business. But now you're going to make it a business. And he guided me into the entrepreneurship life. Entrepreneurship. <laughs> entrepreneurship. <laughs> Okay, oh, that's okay, that's okay. good. That's good. So, uh, you left KOS and then I you left, started I driving Grab. Was, I was driving Grab actually. When you that. left, how did uh, KOS boss? Oh, he, he he said. Of course, he felt sad uh, because I had to leave him. But uh, he wished me all the best and said, whichever I'm going to be doing, and uh, he wished me all the best. He said, you always have a place back here, no matter what. So he, uh, I really have a lot of respect for him. So was was it a clean separation? Like like you? Yeah, yeah, left yeah, 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 yeah. But I was driving Grab uh, for about a week or two. I was driving, yeah. means after I left, I was driving Grab for about a week or two. Okay. I was doing a bit of personal training outside at people's places. Mm-mm-mm. And after that, I was driving Grab until I met my mentor. So it was... So you met him along the way while you left KOS? La? It's uh, not because uh, of him that you no, left No, it was actually quite random. While I was driving Grab, one day he just called me up and he said, let's meet up. It's been a long time since I saw you and that's where I met him. So you're saying that you're actually training people while you are driving Grab? Yes. That two weeks, right? Yes. So my question now to you is, what gives you the credibility and like, what are you for you to actually train someone? You Yes, you lost weight. Mm-hmm. Mm, you were in King KOS for, for about a year. So what actually gives you that, that, that title, trainer or coach? Because you did not study it, right? You didn't I study didn't study it. it. Yeah. Honestly, I, I didn't have a... You know, I'm asking you this because there are so many people who are actually who are bulking up and all that and yes. they say they are coach. They are a coach. They are a trainer. <laughs> when you actually... I've, I've actually personally gone for, for like one or two sessions with a few friends. But when you go there, when the person trains you, actually they're not, they're not technically a teacher, a, a person who is good enough to train you. But uh-huh. it works. So whatever they do works for them. But right. ne- not necessarily work for me. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I understand. So what actually gave you the thing? How do you convince your followers to come and train from you? So what, at the point of time, uh, I wasn't really sure. There's no one to guide me, no path. And uh, somebody came, I was seeing, I think something on the internet, like personal trainer and training. Mm-hmm. And I thought that my experience could be a credential. Honestly, at that point of time, I didn't have any much credentials because I was really lost. I didn't know what to do. So I started posting a lot of my before-after photos and people were asking me and then I said, come, I will train you and I went to go and train. So basically, if you were to ask me what my real credentials was, it was my personal experience because I felt that it could, if it can happen to me, whatever I have done for myself, it could be applied to you as well. Okay. So okay. that was my credentials at that so point you, of time. You actually implemented whatever that, was, whatever that had worked for you, you just implemented it and see whether it worked yes, for people. Yes, yes. And... This you, how long have you been doing this already, day after army? You mean running my gym or no no, no not running gym? Let's say about about, about, about about four years. Four years. Four years. In these four years, how many people have actually lost weight being with you? <laughs> Off the record right now, but but my success rate in my gym for losing weight is about ninety six percent. Ninety six. Whoever joined you, yes, uh, I make okay. sure that. So, but in that the period of time where you were in KOS, right? Yes. What was the success rate? KOS, I didn't really focus on uh, weight loss because it's a pure boxing gym. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. it was a time where I was building up on my speaking skills, on how I handle a class, how, how I handle, handle people, client. how do I handle each of them. Mm, mm. I was still doing personal training, but it was more uh, boxing oriented, uh, okay. general fitness. Okay. It wasn't really specifically for weight loss. 
So it, it all, it all, the whole boxing journey started from KOS, lah. Yeah, I could say that. If you never meet KOS, you won't be boxing. I right? wouldn't have been. Uh, I wouldn't have gone boxing. Okay, so what happened after the two weeks of driving Grab? You met your mentor, Mr. A. Spoke to you. You are the business. So Mr. A. gave me a space to train. Oh, okay. Mr. A. gave me a space to train. A small, a small space in Topayo. Where oh. we, I used to train. Uh, there was a time where we, I was training with him, and he said, "I can give you these places on these other timings." You go and sort out how you want to was go. It, was it a proper gym? Or? Yeah, it had the things needed for someone to really It was train. Uh, someone else's gym that you were... Yeah, it was a private gym. It was a small personal gym. So, in, in a small office space where my, my mentor used to train there. So, I was just using that space. So, it had the necessity like a squat rack, weights, battle ropes, kettlebells, everything was there. All the basic stuff. All right? the basic stuff. Okay, so then that's how Sculpt came about. Yeah, that was how Sculpt actually started. Yeah, but before we go on to Sculpt, uh, boxing, how many fights have you won so far, brother? Well, what's your titles now? So, in my amateur, I only fought about, uh, if I'm not wrong, I think it's about seven fights. Seven fights. Seven or six fights. I'm really, I really cannot remember the right now, the number right now offhand. Mm. So, amateur was about six fights and uh, professional fights, I have about three. Three professional fights. Yes. Well, that's something to be proud of as well. Thank you. So, Scout Fitness opened up and then you progressed into that brand. So, yeah. uh, how did it go about? It was great. It was good. And uh, it, was a good, it was a good journey. Of course, uh, it wasn't easy because I've never been a business owner. I've never worked in a corporate line before, office. <coughs> I was really lost. The only thing I knew how to do first was open up Instagram. But half the time, I was scrolling in my own Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you don't know what to do at that point of time. You're so lost. Like, Within uh, 24 hours of meeting my mentor, 48 hours meeting my mentor, he gave me the space and he said, okay, now you can use this space. And the best part is, he didn't give the place free for me. He said, for every pity that you're going to be doing that, I'm going to charge you a certain fee. So he started instilling all of this. And at the point of time, you're sitting down inside and you're wondering, bloody hell, how am I going to pay this person? I, I, I got no money coming in. I got nothing. And I still remember at that point of time, I only had $50 left in my bank account. But I pushed on. I went crazy. I think at the period of time, I couldn't meet you guys also. Mm-mm-mm. And by God's grace, I don't know how it happened. I was just pushing on and pushing on and posting. I think I did like the most number of Insta stories I did for my personal was I think about 20, 25. I put everything out. What I eat, when I go, when I wake up, everything was there. It was just consistent stuff. Lah. And it was quite funny because uh, my first month, it was quite surprising and I didn't even realize it until my Mr. A came and told me. I made $6,000 in my first month. And mm. Mr. A came wow. and said, that's actually very surprising. It's uh, for your business. It's not easy to make. And that was my pushing moment. I was like, what the hell? There's something actually inside of this, inside of me. Uh, it wasn't really the money that really motivated me at the point of time. I wanted something to be called as my own. Okay. And then I just pushed on. So that's how you actually started Scalp. Yeah, that's how I started Scalp. Not easy. Uh. So you, you, did, you did all these things... All this uh, starting of a gym, the mentor gave you a space and all that, right? From there, I know that you were trying very hard to push this place. Yeah. But along the way, I'm very sure there will be a lot of setbacks and people don't pay you, people don't turn up, people cannot keep up with what you are giving them. How were you dealing with that? Well, this was very tough. I have people like, I ever got tell my clients, uh, some of them, uh, can you please uh, avoid, start cooking, bring your own meals. And then I, I told a particular client, please don't go and eat crappy food and you won't believe it. I think that night, the client had a training with me in the morning and mm. at night, I caught the person in Shakuntala sitting prawn biryani. <laughs> and it was actually very upsetting because you know why? It's like I took put so much of effort and then 
people just never listen to you and yeah. only let's talk from the business point of business point only if this person changes and another person sees this person change they will know that i'm really running a legit business so i really tried very hard and speaking about people not paying i think in every business even in your business is also i'm pretty sure you would have met that kind of people people are paying halfway and running away uh, people not turning up for classes people trying to bargain so yeah, each when episode when you, actually when you tell people uh, my personal training is 120 much i not 120 it's all over how do you deal with it oh this one is a very good one so my wife when i opened up scalp uh, that was a period of time i was dating my wife i don't know how the hell i got time to go dating her i no 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 i met my wife so my wife has been in the industry for quite long already so she what does uh, your wife do your yeah, wife your wife name can tell right oh yeah i can oh, mrs a no, no. <laughs> yeah. so my wife name is uh, mahesh she's a makeup artist Yeah. I'm not blushing stop looking at me. <laughs> so my wife has been in the industry for very long. So one what she came and told me is when I spoke to her about all this she only told me this can you go to LV and ask them for a discount off their wallets and then I said no. They say why are you looking at your brand like a pasamalam you got to start looking at your brand like a LV wow ponna slap la. Like well, now we all know where Pon- the motivational skills uh, yeah, come from. Ponna huh? slap la like, tell you then from then on uh, I had a stand for everything because if I don't believe in my own brand other people is not going to believe her. Huh? So I stopped looking at my brand like a pasamalama I started looking at it as mm. LV you made it more explosive lah explosive yes you went to a small gym yeah after that i know that you opened up another gym in a industrial area right jalan pemimpin yes yeah the one near so, topayo ah mm. why from why you left your mentor's place were you so, going out of so my mentor what we uh, because there was a bit more people coming on and we want as usual when you say bit bit more people you talking about clients or you talking about clients uh, clients okay. and uh, that space i used to have uh, i was already having about two coaches three coaches at the point of time in that small space under your payroll ah uh, yes and uh, they were all training so the space is very small is the size of the office we are in almost almost the size mm-hmm. so it's not easy having uh, a lot of people at one go so I, things happening i wanted to Uh, have a bigger space. Okay. So I thought big and dream big, but I think I thought and I dream much <laughs> big. I eventually moved to a place which was about one thousand eight hundred square feet. It's as big as my office, lah. Almost. I think even to the almost. Your, yeah, it's actually. That's your current gym now, right? Have you been to the office? No, you know, we have no, not been to any of the gym. Oh yeah, I have not been to any of the gym, lah. Fantastic. I think this fella came one side. Our producer came one side. Did Dylan come once? No, sorry. So yeah, I think producer. it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, my Monday, right? Wait the train bunny. Moon, 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 moon. Moon vomited big time over there. So, so uh, that was the time uh, I did. I didn't. I I so opened up pushed, a gym over there. You opened up. Yeah, but uh, how was the layout like? Well, the reality was the I didn't even bother about the layout. The rental was the about seven thousand dollars. No, no. When I say layout, it means how much money do you put out there? Ah, <laughs> uh, I took a personal loan actually. I okay. took a personal loan from my mentor. Okay. To set up the place. So I don't want to have any investment. <laughs> I took a personal loan and uh, he gave me. He came up to about uh, almost hundred k. Okay. Mm-hmm. As the fighter is always him, I said that this can be done, and I set up everything very nicely. We even had a boxing ring inside. Yeah, I seen the pictures. We had six boxing bags. I had a Smith machine, two squad racks. I had an office to myself. Fully laid up. There were toilets inside, showering facilities inside. Whatever you want, there is inside. Even a leg press machine. 
Wow, okay. that's a lot of equipment. That's more a lot. Yeah. And some of the equipment I don't even know which body part is applied <laughs> to which. <laughs> why, why, why the jump? Nah, you are you are operating successfully in a smaller area. Why did you jump? The only reason was because I was looking into the state of my clients. Just personal training. They want to have the personal touch. They don't want to be cramped up in a place where I'm turning behind and there's another client over there. Yeah, but you think about it financially. Yeah, it's a big jump, no? Financially. It was a it was a very big jump. I really thought I could make it. Okay. I really thought and. And that's when a lot of things started. I was me- I was meeting. I was not really making profits. You know, as a business, you take some time. But what happened was another thing happened. Uh, URA came in and uh, they said that you cannot have this place. Yeah, I had a small. Uh, I was. I wouldn't say cheated, but uh, I I went a bit too fast. The the owner of the private property mm-hmm. came and said, "Oh, you can run a gym here, no problem. It's private property. Acha bucha, all the story in the world." Suddenly, URA. You cannot do this, you cannot let that. Oh, you need to evacuate. So eventually what happened was I tried to fight. I went to the minister. I tried. And then as after that, a letter came in saying you can use this place, but you need to pay a temporary development levy, TD, TDL. Yes. So it came up to 238,000. <laughs> I like my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> because these in, this industrial areas, yeah. like for us, for my office, so, we are only supposed to use the ground floor. We cannot use two levels. If you want to use two levels, you're actually maximizing your maximizing space. So you yes. need to pay to them to pay for the square feet that you're actually building a second floor or whatever. It is not new in your case. It is always there every every time. And there are so many different groups of groups, uh, groups of ministries that's handling it. SCDF will tell you one thing. URA will tell you one thing. Yeah. And the building so association can't tell you another thing. Yeah. And landlords being landlords, they say, no, you can do anything you want. Oh, no. In my case, it wasn't really. Landlord said one thing, but the agent also comes and say, oh, no, no problem. So how did you get So, very convinced. So, what? It wasn't really a get out situation. I had to leave. And it was very sad because that was the time when I was given the opportunity to fight my first professional fight. So, can you believe it? When people wow. were clearing my gym, I was actually training in the small area where I still had the mats and everything. It was very tough. There was dust everywhere. So you sold everything? I didn't sell. I, I sold some equipment away, so I made back some money. But it was just said, it's not about the selling part. I mean, got two in and two legs. We always can survive. We can do something. But you looked at the place like a baby. Like, it's like something yeah, that course, you always dreamt about. Business is it's like a Yeah, baby. so I really couldn't take it. It was uh, very sad. I remember there was a period of time I was doing pet works with my coach. Uh, he came down and I almost cried when I was doing the pet works. It was very terrible because it's like my dream shattered in six months. Not like my dream shattered six years. Six months and uh, it was only about six months left to my planned wedding. Huh? Mm. Seven months left to my planned wedding. I was like, Pochi da. Your money gone. Wife on Pochi. Because obviously, right, we don't want to get married without With being able to pay anything. And uh, you want to marry a woman and you got nothing on yourself, well, the woman will stay with you, man. Of course not, but so it's no. going to be a bit tough. Actually, actually I'll correct you there. The right yeah. one will stay with you. Yeah, okay. La. Let's, as men, you know, we sometimes we want to also stay on our own. Yeah. Two successful marriages on the table right now. You shouldn't be talking okay, about successful marriages. So how you manage, bro? So I had to, after, like, settle, okay? after settle everything, I took some money and give back. Uh, I had to pay. I was on a debt of about $80,000. I was Ooh. on a debt back to my... Mentor. Yes, because it's a loan still. No matter what. But you got to really thank all your lucky stars that yeah, it's not man. a bank loan. Yeah, yeah. So thank God, he, he, like I said, like, he's quite well to do. But it's still money is money and I promised him only one thing, I'll pay you back your money. Mm-mm-mm. Just nice, after my professional fight, I managed to get a place in GRC, which I must thank a few people. 
as well who actually helped me in that aid and uh, I went back to my old place because it was still open the small space mm. I was actually handling some clients over there while preparing the preparing so April May June April May around April or May I closed my gym August I was ready to set up so, okay. so where did the funds come from I borrowed from my mother yeah I didn't have a choice I had to borrow and when from you, my mother. Wha- what was the conversation you had with your mom I said ama uh, I cannot give up and I won't give up but I promise I will pay you back everything so I borrowed from my mother a good sum of money but amma could have questioned you what day with uh, Vicky Vettin what did she now she already everybody everybody started calling me Vettin now she will say oh yeah you're Asian Vettin what everybody know you what, that kind of thing <laughs> like she I could mean, have came up and told you what Madhula you studied uh, Tripoli right you did in Poly ah, oh, that story <laughs> uh, that story fantastic story so okay. you did something else in Poly and then you did something else அப்புறம் வேற எதுவும் பண்ணேன் இப்போ ஜிம் தொடக்க போகிறேன்னு சொல்கிறேன் ஸோ ஹவ் ஹவு டி யூ கன்வின்ஸ் ஹர் தட் மா இது தான் ஃபைனல் இது தான் எனக்கு காசு வேணும்னு ஸோ மதர் சேட் இது அது ஆல் திஸ் திங்ஸ் ஆ அண்ட் தென் ஷி சேட் வை டோன் யூ ஜஸ்ட் கோ ஜாயின் த ஆர்மி அது லைக் மனசு இருந்துச்சேன் போய் போய் ஆர்மியாக ஜாயின் த ஆர்மி ஐ ரியலி டி வாண்ட் ஜாயின் த ஆர்மி பிகாஸ் ஹவுஸ் டூ இன் டு த என்டர்பர்னர்ஷிப் லைஃப் ரெடி ஐ சே இஸ் ஃபார்வர்ட் ஒன்லி தஸ் நோ பேக்வர்ட் ஐ டோல் மை மதர் ஐ பே யூ பேக் ஐ drive taxi i carry rice or do any labor job also i'll pay you back your money just trust me and give me this money i say whether i told her this the last by inside my heart i's like do or die so she say okay mavana porandite support pannida avano mavana porandite so she gave me well, that that's actually a very good point i've been in, i've been in your situation a couple of times in my life Mm-hmm. and when i needed money i actually turned back to my father yeah. my father actually gave me the amount of money if not we wouldn't be sitting down here and talking to you right oh, now yeah. so parents do yeah as much as they can doubt us on certain things yeah, of But course how much how much was it bro how much was it at least about five digit five digits depend huh? it, it, <laughs> it was part of my retirement money at us yeah yeah of yeah. course ninga the mari kaasa unga pullingatta kudupinga la when they come up to you apa uh, i want to do a business and since you have been an entrepreneur mostly part of your life uh, knowing that the business is not so great ana pulle kekkarare indha mari kaasu venune will you I, give it i'm a bit i'm a bit different when it comes to this my father just gave it to me because i asked him but for me i know the ins and outs of business and i know what can go wrong and mm. what can go right i will get involved and see whether it's a viable way to do it or not i won't just throw the money away <laughs> Okay then no, my my father had trust in me and he just gave it, gave it to me la so I'm personally sending this link of the podcast to all your kids and your father No but I've already told them that so you have told them la okay yeah. nice Okay guys and that was uh, part 1 of this uh, podcast and to continue listening to the part 2 just go on and click on the next link right above